season finale in Bachelor history. Hello and welcome to the Morning Batch. I'm Lily. I'm Skip. And this is the Golden Bachelor Fantasy Suites edition. Ooh, Fantasy Suites. I can't believe we're there. I can't believe it. Well, we're not there. We're actually here. True. Yeah. That'd be crazy if we were there. So, we have one more episode after this. So, <clears throat> we have Thanksgiving. Then we have one more episode. Okay. But we still have one more episode after this. Yeah, you're right. So, I don't know why you did all that. Yeah, yeah. So, we got to two hours next week. We got a two or hour episode next week. Two so. weeks. Two weeks. Oh, my God. You're crazy. So, we got that. Look forward to that. Look forward to Paradise tomorrow upload. But before we get into the episode, what should we do? Oh, you guys should follow The Morning Batch at The Morning Batch on X and TikTok. We do a lot of live tweeting. We do some TikToks. We do. Don't some... say we because I do both. You do none. You do. Squat. <laughs> I do some of them. You do squat, dude. It's I insane. try and tweet like you sometimes because like your tweets always seem to get a lot of likes. So I just I like I like you know method acting. Act like I'm you. And you suck at it still. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's just like they I feel can, like it's worse. They can tell it's written by someone who's like not watching the show and is just playing TikTok on the whole time. That's not true. I watch the show. We'll prove it. Let's get into this episode. Let's do it. Talk about how it starts then. Oh my gosh. So it starts with our guy, Gary, talking to our other guy, Jesse Palmer. Let's just take a moment, okay? I love Jesse Palmer. Jesse Palmer's so I think cool. Je- I think Je- this show could have been so bad when Chris left, like, depending on their host. I feel like Chris or Jesse is on par. This is... We are a pro-Jesse podcast. We're a pro-Jesse podcast. Like, of We're course a- we love Chris. We miss Chris. But, like... I'm I'm just as content. We're with Jesse. A, we're a PJPP. He's he's so good, Jesse. If you're listening, we love you. Pro Jesse Palmer it. podcast. PJPP. Yup. Yep. All right. And this is this is yeah. Let's just take a moment to celebrate Jesse Palmer. I, I never had any doubts about him. To be fair, yeah. but like every season, I'm like he's he's so good at this. He is so good. When he leaves, if he leaves, it's gonna be a dark day in Bachelor Nation because. I don't think anyone else could have done Chris Harrison's job like Jesse Palmer. No, I don't think anyone, except maybe me. Yo! Yo! Okay, now we'll get into the episode. Now let's get into the episode. So Jesse Palmer's sitting there talking to Gary. Um, and Debriefing. We all, much. Yeah, they're kind of like breaking down their relationships. Gary's talking about uh, how things are going with him and Leslie, how things are going with him and Teresa. Um, and then Jesse Palmer starts asking these hard-hitting questions because we know what week it is. It's Fantasy Suite Week. Um, and he's like, how am I going to ask you this question? Gary's like, well, what are you talking about? He's like, being intimate. And Gary's like, well, I need you to be a little more specific. Um, and they basically get into it, and Gary basically <laughs> confirms that old people do the deed. That's what he said. Gary. <laughs> my, Gary. My favorite part about it is when he uh, he looked at uh, Jesse Palmer, and he's like, well, think about your parents. You ever see them come downstairs one morning, and they're – you know, got a little extra pep in their step. And Jesse Palmer was vis- visibly uh, uncomfortable and was like, Gary, let's keep this on you, man. Don't bring my parents into this. Gary, let's keep this off TV. How about that? Yeah. How about that? This episode is crazy. So, he basically gives the debrief. He thinks Leslie is fun and exciting. And he feels like there could be something crazy there. Um, I think, and then he said, Teresa's like a nice, warm, safe feeling that he gets, which I could see both of those. Yeah. Like that's, that's very telling of both of them. So the first fantasy suite final date goes to Leslie, um, where we learn, I don't know if we knew this already, but she has been married twice. She's been married twice. Did we know this already? I 
I, I, I don't, it kind of came as a shock to me. I think we probably did know it, but like it was probably mentioned like so early where like she yeah. wasn't a finalist yet. But now that like it's literally like she's the main character of the show now at this point, instead yeah. of just being one of the other contestants, it's a much bigger deal. And it came as a little bit of a shock. And we kind of get into it a little bit more later on. But yeah, she was married twice. Yeah, which I guess mean, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean nothing. Especially we don't know how their relationships ended. We do. We do? We'll get. That's what they talk about later. Okay, we do. Clearly you were on TikTok not watching the show because they have a whole conversation about it. I think you're wrong. Okay, so their date is they go to this little waterfall and they have to descend down a rope down a waterfall cliff. <sighs> yeah. I feel like if I, if I was on the show and someone... Repel, made, I think is what it's called. Okay, it's the yeah. same freaking thing. If, if I was on the show and someone made me do a date like that, like, if, like, someone had me, like, jump out of a plane, I, I don't think I'd do it. Like, I think I'd be like, no, girl. Like, I don't care how many cameras are on me right now. Like, I'm not doing that. That's I feel, crazy. I think I would just because I'm you, so... You'd do anything for attention. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm so bad at, like, peer pressure. You were the worst. Like, if anybody... If you put a camera in my face and say, hey, do this, I will do it. I know you will. You you would not yeah. struggle at all with that. No. Like, anything. I don't think there's a limit for you. Yeah, probably So, not. they go down this waterfall. She, her, uh, Leslie, sorry. Leslie's terrified. She was so scared. Which like, valid. Also, they're, like, 70 years old. Yeah. that's That was what was going through my head. Because you watch it. And it's one of those things where, like, you see it. And it really doesn't look that bad. But, like, I think it's one of those things that, like, the camera just kind of, like, it's so much scarier actually doing it. So, like, I'm thinking, like, man, I wouldn't, like, that would be terrifying. And then you think about the fact that they're, you know, 70 plus, like, holy cow, man. Actually, 70 minus oh, for Leslie. You're right. Leslie's not 70 yet. But, regardless. Regardless. <laughs> I say regardless. <laughs> Drink every time one of us say regardless. Okay. Uh, regardless, they were rappelling down this cliff and with the water right there, like, it just looked scary. It was. And Leslie had to, like, go down, repel, yeah. like, next to the waterfall, and Gary was on the dry spot. So, mm-hmm. like, the rocks were slippery. She was getting sprayed by this water. I was like, poor girl. She was already nervous. Yeah. And now you're putting her in the in the bad spot. Mm-hmm. It was messed up. But, of course, we had the metaphor of, like, plunging down this cliff in this waterfall. She's like... And plunging into this relationship, of course. Bachelor loves I don't want to get hurt. Oh, what are you talking about? What do you mean by that? Bachelor loves a metaphor. Yeah. So, they get to their dinner portion, and Gary says, um, I feel like Leslie might have a little bit of rose-colored glasses on when mm. it comes to this whole thing. And he's like, admittedly, I do too. Yeah, I wrote that down, rose-colored glasses. I you like wrote that, that down? Yeah, I like that term. You do? You're going to start using it for I'm gonna st- Well, I mean, only for Bachelor. It, oh, o- okay. it only really makes sense for Bachelor. But, yeah, having those rose-colored glasses, like, you kind of... And I think that's, like, the perfect... Uh, I think 80% of people do on this show. Yeah, I think that was the perfect, like, description to use for this show. Because I I think everybody that is on this show is wearing these rose-colored glasses and only sees things through the lens of the show. When you do got to think about life outside the show, and that's kind of what Gary was alluding to. Like, is this going to work outside of the show? Yeah, and Gary's like, Leslie doesn't really ask any of the hard questions in life. She just, like, kind of goes by, which is a little bit scary. Mm, No hard Um, questions. So he does get to the hard questions. He basically asks her, he's like, do... Well, no, first, um, Gary tells her, like, you never really ask me any hard questions. And she's like, what's... And she's like, well, I got a hard question. When's the last time that you've had sex? That was the question. 
Uh, and Gary kind of more more than anything, Gary just kind of laughed it off. And then he was like, "Well, I got a hard question. What was that hard question?" I, you know, I cared so little about that last minute of intel. <laughs> I don't know why you had to bring it up. I thought it was a very key factor because truly, let's let's break it down a little bit. It kind of shows where her head's at. No, it shows that she, that was like a cop out deflecting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it felt more like a cop-out than she anything. She was trying to make a joke when he was trying to be serious. He's trying to be serious. Leslie, she's on, making girl. a joke. I think it, if you're reading between the lines... And that's the only place I read. What, uh, whoa. What if you read, like... Never mind. I don't know what I was saying, but okay. that was a stupid thing for you to say. Okay. So, now he gets to the actual hard questions. Um, so, basically, he asks... Something that we've been asking yeah. all, all this season. Our, this was our biggest debate this whole entire season. He said... Do you think if you're the one, how the living situation would work, what we'd be doing? And she basically said she doesn't want to leave Minneapolis permanently because she has her kids and grandkids there, which obviously we yep. expected that. Um, but if they truly love each other, they can figure it out. Yeah. And maybe be by by Western, by Middle. What did she say? By, by they Midwestern. said we're not going to be by coastal, which is where like you live on both coasts and you guys move back and forth. They're going to be by Midwestern. So you think they'll just like every few months just go to different houses or what? I could imagine like I every. I struggle to imagine how this will successfully work. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The whole thing is questionable to me, and I really worry about it. I think, call me crazy. Crazy. I think their best bet would just. Move away from everything. Just move down to Florida. Yeah, and have everybody true. come to you. That's true. Yeah, I can I can get with that. So, because then um, like it doesn't feel like you're picking one family or the other. True. So then Gary says, if we decide we're right for each other from that moment forward, we are fully committed till death do us part. They will figure it out. Which this is where it kind of brings up the big, the big drama for this dinner date at least. Um. She kind of starts crying at that because she says, I've never experienced that death do us part, which means... Because again, her first two marriages did not work. Again, reading, reading between the lines, as I said earlier, we do know how her relationships ended. They had, clearly both ended in divorce. Well, obviously, dude. Yeah. The, are you serious? You're telling me that we know she got married twice and I said, we don't know how those ended. Obviously, she got divorced. Yeah, well, what if uh, her husband's died? No, I meant like, oh. did they cheat on the, her mm. other, or did they just not want to commit? Because that's very different. Like if her husband's cheated on her and then yeah. she divorced him, or if she was in two marriages and then she just decided she didn't want to be married anymore. Oh, I guess you're right. We don't really know how they ended, do we? Hmm. Are you serious? <laughs> I was like, what is he talking about? We don't know that. Well, yeah, they both ended in divorce because she <laughs> is very sad because she has never experienced that death do us part, which I think is, I mean... I thought it was kind of a weird way to look at it, you know? Why? Because she kind of was like, almost, I, I don't I don't know how to word this without it sounding weird, but she was almost kind of jealous that of his wife died? Gary that his wife died, right? Yeah. Is that the way that you read that? Cause, you know, there was one thing she said where where she was like, uh, she said, I was like, you're, his, you're happy that his wife died? She's like, I want to experience that yeah. death do us part yeah. that you got like, to experience. Yeah, like, that you got to experience. That, that's what it was. What I was do you like, mean? He got to experience his wife that's, dying? I said like, that. I was like, yeah, that's what he experienced. That's, cool. that's not something that you want to experience. I don't know. It just felt weird. And maybe I, I'm sure, like, obviously, I kind of know how she meant it. And she didn't mean it in that way of, like, 
I think she just means that she wants to like grow old and like you know die with somebody and yeah. not be alone and clearly that hasn't worked out for she her she did make it seem like since... almost he had the ideal outcome besides her getting yeah. divorced the ideal outcome was obviously death. which death do you part that just means that they were able to live their lives together and and not you know end in a divorce which i don't know i guess no i get what she's saying but i it, get what it she's saying it was just weird say. how she worded it yeah so exactly um one thing that he said then after that, she said, I've never had a death do his part. And he goes, then we will. Whoa. That Whoa. alone is crazy to me. Is that not? That's crazy. Insane. Oh, it's crazy. I'll talk I'll talk more about it later for sure. Let's talk about it later. Um. So then we get to the Fantasy Suite card. He's like, do you want to go? She said, yeah, I'm in. Of course. Of course she's in. So they go to this sit down, hang out. Um, he goes, Trista gave me some advice. It's, you have to find the woman you can't live without. And he goes, and you know what? I think you're that one. What? 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 That, oh. I, I can't lie. That's a crazy thing to say. Ding, ding, ding. Ring the bell. It's over. We have the winner, right? I, I just can't imagine saying that to someone and then not immediately ending it with the other people. And now we're, I mean, we have You even... basically just told her that and the then we will that it's her. Like, we haven't even gotten to Teresa's date yet, but let's imagine that he does end up with Gary. Because as of like, if you've only gotten this far into the episode, it's very obvious that like you think he's gonna end up with Leslie, right? Yeah. I mean, that's where both of our heads are at. Uh, could you imagine being Teresa and watching this episode back? No. Now let's think. Take it a step farther. Could you imagine being Teresa's daughter or granddaughter or grandson or son and watching this back? I'm struggling so much to talk about this because I want to include Teresa's side in it. Yes. Because I have a lot of thoughts. We'll get to. So just keep that little appetizer and then at the end we'll really dissect this because I have so many thoughts yeah, about Gary and that's this the process and Teresa. But just keep that in mind. So we go into the fantasy suite, right? Yup. They go into the fantasy suites. We, we honestly don't see much, of course. Obviously. But, like, I mean, we don't see any of them hanging out in there, really. No. We just see the next morning they're drinking coffee and they're like, huh, we stand up till 2 a.m. I learned so much about her. She's amazing. One of my, I mean, one of the biggest takeaways I had was when Gary's in the confessional and he's talking and he's like, you know, a lot of people always want to know what's happening in these fantasy suites and it's really none of your effing business. That was crazy. Gary, that's came aggressive. came out of nowhere. Gary. Like, calm down, buddy. Yeah. No one, no one knocked on your door and said, please tell us what's going on. It's none of your effing business. I felt like I was getting yelled at by yeah, him. Yeah, I felt... And I was like, I never once asked you, Gary. I actually personally don't want to know. I genuinely would rather not. Yeah. So don't <laughs> yell at me. I really did feel like someone was just yelling at me. Yeah. Okay. So, we, we leave on good terms with him and Leslie. Yes. Really good terms. Really good terms. They, they love each other. It's amazing. It's incredible. Now in comes Teresa. Mm-hmm. Date with Teresa. She runs up to him. Talk about the date. Uh, it was awkward. Yeah. We'll start with that. It was a very awkward date. They do their little horse riding thing. And Gary they is... They say no, nothing to each other. Yeah. Gary's not saying a word. They're being very quiet. Teresa even says something like, hey, Gary, you all right? And he just ignores her. Which, he just which of respond. course, he probably didn't hear her. Probably didn't hear her, but like... Urinades. Yeah, that's... It's a, running water everywhere. They're on horses far away. Yeah, but um, it's just a, it's just a very awkward date. To be fair, point. like, that is a hard date to be on and talk during, unless you have to, like, yeah. yell. Yeah, 
It's kind of like when when they did the four wheelers. Yeah, true. Um, that was actually I think that was him and Leslie, right? Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, one Faith. of those ladies. Faith, maybe. So they she's basically in the confessional like. Um, I don't know what's going on. It's a little bit awkward. And Gary's in the confessional. Like, I have never experienced spending the night with Leslie and then the very next morning waking up and going on a date with this girl and having to, like, compent to get... What? <laughs> Cart... <laughs> Compartment... Compartmentalize Compartmentalize. Yes, Compartmentalize. that's what I said. I had to sound it out. So, um, <laughs> so he basically was like, it's a weird thing to be on a date with someone when you were just with a woman that you told you loved them the night before. And then he even said, like, she pulled him after the horseback riding and they sat down and she was like, how are you feeling? What's going on? I, you met my family. I'm so invested in you. And he's like, what he said i'm looking at Teresa. and i'm like what is wrong with you she's the ideal woman but all i'm thinking about is leslie right now and what Whoa. she's doing that's crazy now i feel like oh my god that's a crazy thing to say i'll I can't. i'll say my big piece here and i think this is something that we've kind of talked about in previous seasons of uh bachelor i was gonna say golden bachelor but there hasn't been a previous season of golden bachelor but bachelor in general um it whenever you're in this kind of like situation here having that first date or like we we mentioned it being the first person to meet the family right because that seems to be the biggest deciding factor but here having that first like final date or first fantasy suite is such a huge uh advantage i mean zach picked katie and katie was last yeah but as long as things don't go wrong like now that's what everything's getting compared to. Your date, it's the it's the same exact thing with like meeting the family. You, as long as things don't go wrong, you're the bar, and everything's getting compared to you. While um, normally, like, while the first date, nothing. There's no no bar. Nothing's getting compared to anything. So, I don't know. How do I want to say this? Like, if you're Gary and you come down to Costa Rica. And you're like, I'm so excited. I got two great women and I get to, you know, spend the night with both of them. This is going to be the greatest weekend of my life. And you go into that first date and you're like, it, I don't think it really matters who it is. I think you're going to go into that first date and you're going to be like, wow, what an incredible day. And now that's already on your mind, right? That first date, even during the second, I think it's such a disadvantage to go second here. I think, I mean, arguing on the other half, I think maybe at the end, they're the last one you remember like it was the last mm. idea you've had i think in this situation where there's two of them i don't know if it makes a huge difference obviously it did in the beginning just don't want to be in the middle if there's three yeah but you don't <laughs> want to be in the middle but i think in certain situations like on a normal season where there's three i think going last is nice because you're the last positive if it goes well you're the last one they remember unless you go last and you're like hey by the way it's a deal breaker if you sleep with anyone else. Yeah, I mean, come on. That come was, on. That was crazy. That's insane. <laughs> so, um, that basically happens, and then he's like, I've got to, like, open it up. I've got to I've gotta not shut myself off. But honestly, if I was, I can't say if I was Gary, but, like, if I was in there and I was feeling those feelings and I was on a final date with a woman mm. and I was, like, I'm thinking about the other girl this whole time, I would end it there. 
And obviously he didn't. He wanted to go try and be open. But that's a crazy thing to come back from. Yeah. Especially, like, being, if he's with Teresa at the end of this and watching this back and knowing that your final date on the show, he was thinking about another lady the whole time. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, that's the kind of thing where I would be in the moment. I'd be like, I don't know if I would be able to come back from this. Yeah. Like, I got to end this now. But they go to their dinner portion. <laughs> Gary asks about her career. They sit down and he's like, <laughs> so what do you do? It is fantasy suite. You don't know we're, her job. We're, we're, we're in the end game now. And it's not even like she's retired. Yeah, she's still working. She's probably one of the only, if not the only, contestant on the whole show that's actually still working right now. And he, and we're in the end game and he's just now asking about I her job. I can't lie, that's crazy. That is insane. Now, to be fair, and this is what I wrote down, he, he did know a little bit. He's like, you work in like stocks and bonds or something like that? Which, I'm not going to lie. If someone told me they worked in stocks and bonds, I would stop asking because one, it's so boring, and two, I would it would go over my head that I wouldn't even be He's able to comprehend. He's gonna marry it. this girl in a week. Yeah, but and- I, it would go over my head. I wouldn't be able to comprehend it, so I don't blame him. It's like, oh, stocks and bonds. I'm blaming him. Got it down. I'm blaming him. Now here's the problem: is she goes into it, and it is a lot more interesting than just stocks and bonds. It turns out she was a date. I mean, okay, I'm a little confused by this whole like story she had but um again it went over my head but she, she, said, she said she was a day trader and she was a, goes, day trader. Oh, you're a day trader she goes no not anymore yeah and she never said what she was now yeah so she he literally like i don't know it was weird but she was a day trader and then she says that she needed insurance so she ended up getting a job at one of the places she was trading for and she beat out like 30 college grads to get this job. And she like, she's just amazing at it, apparently. She's like the best ever at what she does. Which, what is that? We don't know. We don't know. Because she didn't say. Something but about Gary day trading. So something thoroughly about impressed. Sto- stocks and bonds. And Gary's like, wow. That changed his whole opinion on her right there. You, you like, I'm looking at someone who started her own business and just turned it into something incredible. I don't really know if I'd say day trading is starting your own business, Gary. I feel like... Um, I mean, kind of, but not really. He's very impressed. He is impressed. Yeah. Maybe it's because no you one know, else really honestly, told him about a career. I'm impressed. I mean, good for you, Teresa, honestly. I'm impressed. Yeah, Teresa, girl boss, right? Girl boss. Is that the word? Girl boss, you are, Teresa. So, um, I just can't believe it took him... S- they're about to get proposed in a week, proposed. They're about to get engaged in a week, and he didn't know... He has no clue what she does. Career. Yep. That's crazy to me. Um, so, uh, he then asked what made Teresa decide to go, to want to go on the show. And she said, basically, she'd been dating for a while, trying things out and nothing was ever working and it was just draining to her. And then she got the application and she got accepted and she was like, I, maybe I didn't find anyone because she was meant to find him. Whoa. That's crazy. And it made me like actually feel sick because I'm thinking about, he has to pick one of them next week. And they're both, like, there. They're both ready. It makes me sad to think about. Yeah. Um, It's crazy, but... That's one of those things Gary lo- loves, though. Gary loves a comment like that, dude. He was, like... You could see his whole face change mm-hmm. from it. So then they get the fantasy suite card, and it's like, do you want to go to the fantasy suite? And she's like, yeah, let's go right now. So they go to the fantasy suite, and... Um, again, we don't really see anything, but apparently something big happened. Yeah, well, in their dinner date, she said she's never, like, I don't even know, been with a dude since her husband, which, that adds a lot of pressure. 
Add some pressure. I hope Gary is thinking. I hope Gary is thinking his heart out right now because that that adds a whole new element if it's not her. And I'm going to be peeved off at him. They, well, they kind of had that. I mean, I guess, but yeah, before we get to the fantasy suites, they had a conversation about their, like, because again, Teresa, very That's similar situation where she lost her uh, spouse. Her Billy. Yeah, her Billy. Um, and he was kind of like, like, do you ever just talk to Billy? Yeah, I feel like this was a huge moment this, for Gary. I think this was a big moment for both of them because he was like, yeah, I do actually. And he's like, oh my gosh, like every single day I talk to Tony. And it's like, just like, some quiet little like, hey, am I doing the right thing here? What's going on? So, um, yeah, that was a big moment there. I think that's, a, that's like it's something crazy that he can bond with her over that he can't with Leslie. Yeah, which gives her a big, big push. So they do go to the fantasy suites. Uh, they wake up the next morning and they're having their coffee. And he says, "Waking up next to Teresa, I feel like it's the first day of the rest of my life." Whoa. That's nuts. He can't be saying these two things to these ladies. He can't. Okay, but this one he didn't say to Teresa. He said... But he told her he loved her. But he did tell her he loved her. So this was the big thing that we didn't get during Fantasy Suites or during, like, the show. But during Fantasy Suites, he told her off camera, I love you. Yep. And he also told Leslie. Mm. Now, here's my thoughts. Every single season, I love... I'm not every season. I don't love the leads of every season. But these weeks are when I start to dislike the leads. And I don't dislike Gary, but I'm questioning everything about what he's doing. You should not, first off, be saying Leslie's the one. And then be doing saying that to Teresa. I just, it's a crazy thought. I genuinely feel like, oh my god, I feel like people don't think when you're in this situation. Like, I feel like he's 100% just thinking about himself right now. Yeah. Do you not? Like, he goes and tells Teresa that, like, till death do us part, then we will. You want to do that? Let's do it then. And then he goes and tells Teresa, like, or no, he told that to Leslie, and then he tells Teresa every day for the rest of his life, and, like, he loves her. He is not thinking about how these women are going to feel next week. And you can see it in the previews. He didn't think about them at all. That is crazy to me. I genuinely, it's like driving me nuts, dude. I can't with, these weeks are crazy. People just don't think about anything but themselves in these weeks. These are, and it's these crazy. Are, these are always the worst weeks for the it, match. It made me dislike, who was the last freaking guy? Clayton, Zach. Clayton, and Zach. It made me like, Peter. all of them. It made me dislike every single one because they go about it the wrong freaking way. There's like... If you're telling a woman that she's the one, like, I think you might be the one, I don't care. If you're going to say that out loud, then stick with it. Don't go and do something else with another lady then. It's crazy to me. I can't with that. Yeah. Whew. Now, I swear to God, if he brings both those ladies to the proposal spot, I'm taking away every nice thing I've ever said about this man. Especially at freaking 70 years old. Brings her to the spot. Don't bring him to the proposal spots. Says, he better send one home before then. But. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad, dude. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the rage start. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Now you talk. <sighs> I don't know. Um, yeah, it Who do you think's winning? So that's basically the episode there. We get into the previews, um, which, again, Thanksgiving next week. So we got a two-week break. There will be no, not only Golden Bachelor, no Bachelor in Paradise, or no Morning Batch next week. Most importantly, no oh. Morning Batch. Um, but, yeah. How will we live? How will we live? <sighs> How are we going to do it, man? But it wasn't wild wild episode um and we go into next week and again the quote of the century the quote of the season is when he's like 
I, the only time I've ever felt worse in my life is when my wife passed away, and this is a close second. That's crazy. Which is just crazy. And we see it again in the previews. Well, well, yeah, but it's his fault. Because he's literally, like, telling both these women that it's going to be them. Yeah. If he would have just played it a little more cool, waited a freaking week to tell them they loved them or tell them they're the one, it wouldn't have been that hard. Yeah. It legit would not have been that hard. But he did that to himself. So I honestly feel not as bad as I thought I would in the beginning. I just hope that Gary is happy. I I hope they're all happy. I hope I But they won't be. Because Gary was a dimwit. Oh, Gary. Sorry, Gary. No, I do love you, Gary, but it it this episode always peeves me off a little. Gary, you're not a dimwit. Gary, you're the best bachelor we've ever had. Well, yeah. At least the best golden bachelor. He's up in there with the bachelors, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Gary. We never had Tyler C. But let's let's see how next week goes before or two weeks goes before we judge. Who do you think's winning? Um, I think Leslie's. Winning. I can judge Gary based off what I saw this episode. You think Leslie's winning? I'm going to go Teresa then. I feel like he, I feel like watching this episode back, there's like a sense of like Leslie is exciting and fun and youthful, but Teresa is safe and comforting and they bond over their ex-spouses. They get each other. They seem more similar in their lives. And I feel like Leslie is just like fun. Leslie would be a good golden bachelorette. Yes. I feel like you can see this in most seasons. Of the final three, there's one who's like the fun, crazy, this is like what life could be. But then there's one who's like, yeah, this is like, this is normal. This is good. And they always pick the normal. I feel like he could be picking Teresa here. And I can't even lie. Especially after like the fact that he was so set on Leslie and he had that to compare to. And he still went. And told Teresa, like, mm-hmm. he loved her and committed to that. He he didn't have that when he was with Leslie. He didn't have, like, that means it probably means a little something more. I'm going Teresa at this point, and I'm going to stick with it. Also, it would hurt me a lot more to see Teresa get hurt at this point yeah. than it would Leslie. Yeah. So <sighs> I'm rooting for Teresa here. I'm rooting for Leslie then. Whatever. Let's just see. I'm rooting for Gary. I'm rooting for love. I just hope that everybody finds Gary, love. Gary, I love you, but right now, I'm on a hiatus from you. Because you <laughs> peeved me off. And it could get worse next week, two weeks. I, I trust Gary. I'm rooting for Teresa. I'm rooting for Jesse Palmer. All right, that's the end of this episode. Guys, have the best Thanksgiving. Yeah, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Be thankful for your, your loved ones. And yes. enjoy a enjoy. week off this crazy world that we call Bachelor. Yup. Peace and love. Follow us on Twitter. Bye. X. See ya.